This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everybody, we are officially over the hump. It's Thursday. It's all downhill from here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, I understand that you have pulled a DeLorean into the studio. Yeah, see this beautiful time machine here? Well, kids, we got to jump in and guess where we're going? I don't know. Where are we going? We're going back to 1998. Ooh. Jump in! Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to 1998. Why? Well, thanks. Oh, well, that was quick. Here we are at 1998. Well, it is very quick. Time travel is very quick. Uh, It all has to do with uh, an article that just came out here in 1998. It's actually February 1st, 1998. In Movie Line, Movie Line magazine has just published an article. And the article has to do with Jennifer Lopez. The headline is Jennifer Lopez, the wow. Oh, the the wow. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, The internets, a.k.a. time machine travelers that we are, have come across this interview. We didn't actually come up with this. Somebody else on the internets did. Uh, one of the, I think it was the, um, the guy who wrote the article or somebody connected with the article. Anyway, they, they found this article from 1998 where Jennifer Lopez is at this. She's at a critical point in her Hollywood acting career. Uh-huh. And she starts to spew forth opinions about some of our favorite actors and actresses of the day. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So, it's so delightful. The article itself, I will tell you, it's a little bit of a read. It's four pages long. And by four pages, I mean like four long internet single space pages. But it is worth every bit of your time should you have a few extra moments uh, in your life, even to just scan it. Can I read you, sort of set the stage yes. for the article that we're dealing with again, 1998, Jennifer Lopez. She's a big movie star. We're so, about to be. Okay. So I know, cause I know that we just got in a time machine to come back to 1998, but future me 2019 Colleen does not remember what the version of 1998 JLo was to me. There's like fly girl JLo. And then there's 2019 JLo. Maybe the Versace dress is in there somewhere, but I can't for the life of me recall what she was up to in 1998. There's so much more. Well, thank you for asking. This article was written after she has done a few things that you may remember. This is after Selena, the movie Selena. Selena. Uh, that was big. After which was a a huge uh, film. This was after Blood and Wine, and I I confess I don't remember Blood and Wine, but this is the movie by uh, with Jack Nicholson. Um, it doesn't matter, but sh- that was a you know a big one. That was a big one. Nineteen ninety six. Okay. Then, as I said, um, uh, Selena Anaconda, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, there was another movie called U-Turn, and that's about it. She had not yet done Ants. Oh, with a Z. Yeah. Okay. Remember that movie? Uh, of course I do. So, 1998. It just happened. So I want to tell you what they said of her at the time. This is how they're telling you that she's a big deal. So this is what they said of Jennifer Lopez okay. at the start of this article in 1998. Okay. And the guy writing this, oof, okay. 
Lopez is right this second, popping Hollywood's thermometer like no other new girl in town. In the space of only two years, she muscled out of TV flicks and sitcoms and into showy feature roles with Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and Money Train, Robin Williams and Francis Ford Coppola's Jack, and Jack Nicholson in Blood and Wine. She chased those with a star turn in the title role of Selena and came through with a big box office success in Anaconda. Then she followed that up by taking the role Sharon Stone almost played in Oliver Stone's noir item U-Turn, after which she landed the lead opposite George Clooney in Out of Sight. That's actually a really good movie. The upcoming sexy action thriller directed by Steven Soderbergh. As that picture wrapped, she was back in the news for winning the lead in Kiss the Girls director Gary Fleeter's next project, Thieves. So that's where we are in Jennifer Lopez's okay. star turn. So she has. So she's a big deal. She's a big deal. She's focusing on her acting career. Arting. Arguably. Acting. Uh, anyway, so this guy, he's telling us. So far, I have the wow. Right. Um, also, he goes to her house to do this interview, and here's what he says: There. As if I'd strolled onto the set of Imitation of Life, I find all 66 caramel-colored inches of Jennifer Lopez lying face down on a poolside chaise. Her bikini top is slightly loosened, her nether regions are towel-draped, and a masseuse is kneading oil into the precipitous peaks and valleys of her formidable body. Her skin glints as if it were flexed with 24-karat gold. I park myself on a nearby chaise. And Lopez greets me with a slow, languid smile and half-masked gaze of someone not entirely anxious to surface from a better-than-life dream. Something is half-masked, I can tell you that right now. Hi, Stephen, she says. I'll be with you in a moment. Then, responding to the masseuse's skillful ministrations, her lips part in a sensual abandon, and she turns her head away, sending her hair cascading over the side of the chaise. Okay. So that's where we're at. Okay. Okay. So we are working with a porn writer. Yes. Well, All right. Well, we're good. working with a guy in 1998 who okay. doesn't have any idea of what's to come. Right. Anyway, so that's so where speak. we're at. And then she goes on for four pages about why she is literally destined to be the next great actress in the world. And in so doing is so confident in her skills and abilities that she railroads over the careers of some of our favorite actresses and performers such that you're like, What? Okay, I got to hear some of these. Okay. Like, what kinds of things was she saying about people? Okay, so I'm going to read a little blurb it. And okay. I want you to tell me which big actress of the late 90s. And these are all people you know okay. very well because they went on to have, you know, even better careers. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one. She says of this woman, blank. Oh, she's a lucky model who's been given lots of opportunities. I just wish she would have done more with it. She's beautiful and has a great presence, though. And in my best friend's wedding, I thought, when directed, she can be quite good. That's got to be Cameron Diaz. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. A lucky model who's been given a lot of opportunities I wish she would have done more with. Okay. Okay, that is rude. super judgy. Talk a, about chutzpah. From a fly girl. Yeah. But remember, she's been in a few things now. She's working with people like Francis Ford Coppola. So her ego and Jack has Nicholson. grown. Exactly. Okay, here's another one uh, I think you'll be able to figure out with relative ease. Again, this is Jennifer Lopez saying this about another award-winning actress. Blank. Tell me what she's been in. I swear to God, I don't remember anything she's been in. Some people get hot by association. I heard more about her in blank than I ever heard about her work. 
I think I'd do better if you told me the blank. Yeah, so think about uh, a man that okay. she's been involved with that would have made her more famous. So this is a very famous. Uh-huh. If we were doing blind items, I would call him an A-plus list okay. celebrity, maybe an A-plus-plus list. Okay. Uh, and it's 1998. And she, is the guy Brad Pitt? Yes. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. It's not Jennifer Aniston. No. Okay. It's another woman that Brad Pitt was with who... Um, their relationship we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. Gwyneth? Significant. Ding, ding, ding. That's what she's... Okay, wait, read so, it again. Academy Award winning actress Gwyneth Paltrow, tell me what she's been in. I mean, I swear to God, I don't remember anything she was in. Some people get hot by association. That okay. is so rude. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't even... Like, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. I usually get excited about people saying assy stuff about her, but that is... I got two more real quick. Okay, go. Okay, again, these are Jennifer Lopez takes on some of the hottest actresses of the day and women who arguably went on to have better acting careers. I think there's a lesson in here Um, because Gwyneth Paltrow, remember, did win an Academy Award. Jennifer Lopez? Mm, No. No. Okay, how about this one? Blank. Oh, she's a good actress. Her emotional and inner life are available to her, which is a good start. But I feel like I see a lot of the same thing with every character she does. She's not that way in blank, though. Oh, and I'll give you some hints, but because this one might be a little harder. Do you have any ideas off the top no, of your head? No, none, zero, zip. Okay, so uh, she was in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, that's Claire Danes. Ding, ding, ding. Wait, say that again. Rude. This is real. <laughs> that is so. Oh, she's a good actress. Her emotional and inner life are available to her, which that's a good start. But I feel like a lot of the things, right? I feel like I see a lot of the same thing with every character she does. Okay, can I just tell you, like, I know, listen, she'd been in a lot of movies by now. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Do you know what this reminds me of? Who? This reminds me of what happened after Lady Gaga did A Star is Born. Oh, and yes. then she was on the cover of, was it Vanity Fair with all of those other, like all the other nominees for Best Actress? Oh, are you talking about the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable when was. Glenn Close yes. gave her that look? Yes, because, and she deserved it because she was so insufferable. Like, yes, I just, you know, I have access to this. Like she was trying to say all of her actory words, but the other people there who had had robust careers and were not on their like fledgling journey. Mm-hmm. That's what Jennifer Lopez sounds like there. Yeah, and again, exactly. I know. But, and because- listen, in 2019, I don't think of Jennifer Lopez as an actress. No, I know she just put hustlers out. Yeah. But like, and by all accounts, she's an act. She's a good actress. Sure, She is. I've seen her and stuff and I think she's really good, but this she is a woman herself. who, yes. Okay. Do you know what this reminds me of? Also, sorry, I'm well, here I mean, now for half this. A dozen people. It, no, it reminds me of how. What does NT lawyer always call Jennifer Lopez? Oh, who thinks she's greater than she is? What What's the phrase? A list everything in, in her, her mind. mind. One last one. I'm going to give you, and this will just add insult to that injury. Oh, I can't wait. Again, these are things that Jennifer Lopez said in 1998 about some of the largest celebrities and actors of our time. Blank. She's talking about. Do I think she's a great performer? Yeah. I mean, do I think she's a great actress? No. Acting is what I do. So I'm harder on people when they say, oh, I can do that. I can act. I'm like, hey, don't spit on my craft. 
Oh <laughs> my! You're gonna die. Word. Do you know who she's talking about? Well, the only other like person in 1998 who was acting and had a music career, but was more music than acting, is Madonna. Ding ding. Yeah. She dinged she says to, to Madonna. Say that Jennifer Lopez about says to Madonna, Madonna. Do I think she's a great performer? Yeah. Acting? No. I mean, acting is what I do. So I'm harder on people when they say, "Oh, I can do that. I can act." I'm like. Hey, don't spit on my craft. Okay, honey, you <laughs> she had a lot of inside thoughts. Yeah, and it goes on. There's so many. We could do this for a whole hour because she thinks of herself very highly, which God bless her. I mean, you know. I might want to come back to this. You don't know, because that was real fun. Yeah. Winona Ryder. Uh, what did uh, they do her? Hayek. What yeah, did yeah, they she's do got to all her? Sorts oh, jeez. All right, well. When we come back, we've got all sorts of opinions about other things. Elizabeth Reese is going to tell us what we should have opinions on in a Dirt Alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Dirt alert time. Hi, you guys. Okay, so it's not easy when your ex moves on with someone else, Mm, right? And it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. And the timing is important, right? I mean, you know, if you're dating someone really seriously and they move on and then get engaged and married like in five minutes to somebody else. That's not cool. That doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good. And that's how Diddy's feeling today. Oh, Diddy. Because Diddy. Diddy's ex, Cassie, and Alex Fine got married in Malibu on Wednesday, one month after announcing their engagement. So they. What's a Wednesday wedding all about? It's a pregnant, I'm pregnant wedding. Oh, got it. Okay. Got it. Yep. She's pregnant. Emergency. Yep. She revealed in June that she's pregnant and expecting her first child with uh, Alex Fine. And so they just decided to get married. We know some people, I know people who um, they wanted, they got pregnant kind of accidentally and they were like, oh my gosh. And then they said, we want to get married. And then they were going to wait until after the baby was born to get married. Yeah. And then they freaked out and did it before the baby was uh-huh. born because she had like a panic of, I can't have this baby. I can't, I just want to be married to it. him when we have this baby. I get it. And yeah. everybody has their Although own celebrities seem to not have that rule anymore. No, they seem. To- hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with factor eating fresh, never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart, Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
to do right. it backwards. The marriage comes less than a year after Cassie split from her longtime love, Diddy. They dated on and off for a decade. Wow. And then um, you'll recall that this guy, Alex Fine, was her personal trainer. And Diddy is apparently very bitter about this because he was the one who was paying for the personal (gasps) trainer who then ended up stealing his girl. That is the topic of a novel that should not be real life. I know. Well, so one of them pregnant. will get like, I don't know, slip and fall and hurt their back and not be able to move or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> karma. <laughs> if you like cheat on someone with your trainer, I feel True. like you're just destined True. to yeah. like not be fit. And if the person who you're cheating on was paying for the trainer. Yeah. That does seem yeah. kind of cliche. That's not going to go well. That's a little bit. That's like, that's as cliched almost. It's becoming as cliched as like. You know, the husband cheating on the wife with the secretary. Yes. It's like, like the, the babysitter. I always just think that's lazy. Like if you're going to cheat on someone, yeah. you know, you're just like, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm looking around. What's available? Yeah, it's totally, uh, it is lazy. It's, it's like, lazy. Yeah. I know. Like, oh, there's you. Hey. That's like grabbing the, f- I see the you first on my thing way you see in the refrigerator to go to Jimmy John's. Digging behind things to see where the good stuff is hiding. That's exactly. Totally so we're saying if we cheated on our spouses, we would cheat good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I don't have time to manage Thank my you. one relationship, oh, much right? less Tell managing another relationship. Manage? What does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> Haley Baldwin, speaking of people who are married, celebrating her bachelorette party with Kendall Jenner and more pals ahead of her wedding to Justin Bieber, even though they're already married. And when is this thing happening? I almost said dumb thing. I that I'm, I am in that's a mood. Okay. <laughs> but when is this actual wedding happening? I don't Can know. we stop hearing about it? We're going to go do well, it. Well, because then they've had to cancel it a couple of right. times. Right. Well, she had the bachelorette party. I don't know I mean, when that the actual that wedding is happening. Okay. I have no idea. Maybe it'll be this weekend. I haven't seen this anywhere. All I'm seeing is like the people who went to the bachelorette party. She was wearing a white dress and a veil for her bachelorette party. Congrats to her. Which people do. Yeah. Was it sponsored by anybody? No, okay. but she had penis dress. Okay, you know, I, I did see photos of the penis cups, and everybody's like giggling, like yeah. And I, I just I feel bad for women that that's. I know. may I expressly said to my bridesmaids, none of that, do not bring me any sort of plastic replica of the male anatomy. Not I will not be doing that. No, because I'm a classy so you wouldn't girl. want this. You wouldn't want those. Dress. Never. And then everything says bride on it. Yeah. Listen, I'm all about the bachelorette party. I'm going to tell you something. I love bachelorette parties. Yeah. I had one. It was fabulous. I like to go to them. I threw a big one for my sister in Palm Springs. Yes. It was very, very fun. And but I bet you didn't have penis straws. No. And I love like the personal touches. We did like super cute little sun hats for all the girls as gifts. We had a yoga instructor come to this amazing house in Palm Springs and do yoga. I mean, we had, it was great. Yeah. It was fabulous. I'm just not, I'm not as much into the whole like, Everything says bride on yeah. it. Yeah. And like everything in you, the wearing the veil. And it, you should celebrate how you want to celebrate. You don't have to email yeah, me. I mean, if you, if do you that, like this, I mean, yeah, you know, party. I think that that's implied though. If you're <laughs> getting married to getting a man, married to a man that like you're okay about with you is, is excited about that area. <laughs> it just, I, I just don't need to advertise it to everybody. And also the, I just feel like all the penis paraphernalia makes everybody else uncomfortable. It really does. Don't need to be throwing that around. I know it's just not a body part that you're like. I want to just see that and cast in something. Can we just, just to be fair, if we saw a group of men drinking their beer out of boobs. out of boob sippy cups, we would be like, "You can't do that. Yeah. That's disgusting." It's yeah. kind of like when you see women in front of strippers. Yes. they are way more flagrantly mm-hmm. um, grabby. Grabby. Than men yeah. are allowed to be mm-hmm. for sure. Men no, have serious rules. Don't worry, men. Men 
meet that need in other places and oftentimes not in very good ways. Oh, but boy. that's a different discussion. I have a full wedding themed dirt alert today because oh, Princess, Princess Beatrice is engaged and um, her fiance, Eduardo Mapelli Mazzi, asked him to marry, asked her to marry him in Italy earlier this month. And he did it with a platinum and diamond ring by British jeweler Sean Lane, who is a favorite of Meghan Markle. That ring is gorgeous. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's real pretty. She looks really happy, and this is really nice because, you know, she was with um, this Uber guy for a long time, and then he fell for somebody else, and she was said to be devastated by this. And so, I mean, they've been together for 10 years. Yeah. And so it's nice to see her move on. With, you, you know, that stuff's hard. Yeah, it is. With somebody for that long. And I love the dress that Beatrice yes. is wearing in her engagement photos. It's lovely. Thank you for that dirt alert, Elizabeth Reese. Thank you. Thank we you. need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30-seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This Hi. is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Is on the phone today, Colleen. We've got Amanda on the line, and what is Amanda playing for? Amanda is playing for a pair of these. A pair of run of engagement movie passes to see Downton Abbey the movie in theaters right now. All right, Amanda, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Keith Urban is from what country? Australia. Sean Combs goes by what nickname? P. Diddy. Who is Haley Bieber's dad? Who's dad? Haley Bieber. Oh, L. Oh, um, uh, not Alec Baldwin. Um, nope, his brother. Uh, Stephen Baldwin. Wilbur and Charlotte's Web is what kind of animal? Pig. Mariska Hargitay plays Olivia Benson on what TV show? A deal. Oh, she got it. it. She got Congratulations. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge. Uh, Stay on the line. We'll make sure we get all your information. Uh, And uh, that's exciting because if you didn't get a chance to play, you'll get another chance tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And now we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has curated for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries. Yes. Try to solve this one, Colleen and Bradley. Okay. This foreign-born A-list singer is supposedly in that very real relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So the guy sneaking out of her hotel suite with an overnight bag and wearing different clothes than those he was wearing a few hours earlier is just a friend. Is that um, Shamila Cabello? Mm-hmm. Lies. Fill in the blurks. Camila Cabello is supposedly in that very real relationship with Shawn Mendes, right? So the guy sneaking out of Camila Cabello's hotel suite with an overnight bag and wearing different clothes than he was wearing a few hours earlier is just a friend, right? (laughs) I'm glad we're not the only ones that see the light. You know what I'm saying? I want to like, why can't somebody just get a picture of that? Because the world doesn't care, but they should. 
because I will say Shamila's been pretty quiet lately. Yeah, no, they shush, absolutely have. Shush, Mila. Shush, no, shush, Mila. Mila. Um, I think perhaps we're going to see something <laughs> soon. Don't don't you worry. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Maybe. breakup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless she's pregnant and then they're getting married. That's not happening because they're not having sex because they're not real. That's how babies are made. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome, parents whose children just heard that. Moving on. Wow. Hey, you got to learn sometime, right? It's true. Just educating the youth. Here we go. Another blind item for Colleen and Bradley to solve. I wonder if this newly engaged foreign-born celebrity told her betrothed about being molested by the billionaire pedophile. (gasps) Okay, so I'm assuming the billionaire pedophile is Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, is that Princess Beatrice? No! (gasps) Oh! Mm. Go ahead. I wonder if Princess Beatrice told her new fiancé about being molested by Jeffrey Epstein. Ooh, I just got sick a little bit. I hope that's not true. But see, you know what the thing is, is like, yes, I also hope that that's not true. But the reaction we just had was only because it was Princess Beatrice. Because the truth is, there are other, there are so many other women. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm Because like that reaction was just over Princess Beatrice. We should have that reaction. Mostly because also her dad has been accused of having sex with underage girls. So that would be really just double down, dirty nasty yeah but th- but it Sad. should be that shocking period oh, of course of yes. course it always is yeah i was saying that for myself too yeah Moving on. oh that's nasty very <laughs> oh that's nasty what else you got in that bag of lies that are hopefully oh. lies unless they're true it, they better be true for shamila okay shut up this one's confirmed Ooh. that means we know the identity of the subject of this blind item try to solve this one this back-in-the-day A-list bubblegum pop singer turned sometime actress turned got-really-lucky actress in a great role, a lot there, uh-huh. is making her co-stars dislike her more than they already do. The actress has a new project coming out next week and is just really kicking that ego into higher gear and thinking she might be too good for the show. I think she needs to remember where she was a few years ago and how no one wanted to hire her. That's Mandy Moore. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want it to be, but yeah, I'm guessing. And she has a movie coming out. She has an album. Oh, yeah, that's right. New music. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, so read the thing. Okay, so uh, Mandy Moore has a new project coming out next week, and it's just really kicking that ego into higher gear, making her cast members on This Is Us dislike her even more. And Mandy Moore might be thinking she's just too good for This Is Us. And I think Mandy oh, needs God. to remember where she was a few years ago and how no one wanted See, to hire her. This is such a, this is a thing. I mean, we just talked about it with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. You know, Suzanne Summers. Um, who else? It, it's like the people that leave before uh, they should. Dan, the guy what's his from, name? Yeah, from Dan Stevens. Abbey? Dan Stevens. Oh, we thought about that at the exact same time. Yeah. Well, it's because we share a brain. True. So. True. Um, yeah, so I just feel like there are those actors who, like, sure, aren't all of these talented people worth something better, but that's not how the world works. Right. So you have to be really careful because you could end up, you know, like Dan Stevens and being a CGI monster yeah. in a Disney movie, which probably paid well, but like you're 
that's your thing? Yeah, sticking a nail in the coffin of your career. Yeah. I got to tell you, okay, so if I were on, if I were in the cast of This Is Us, Mm -hmm. let me tell you about the insurance policy that those actors have, that they're going to get pay a aid. Because of the time jumps in This Is Us, they jump to the future, they jump back in the past, they stay in the present. We have some idea of how long uh, she's around. Like, there's insurance in that, in the fact that this the future story has been told. They can't kill her off early, and she still has to do that middle ground yeah. part. Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, if she left, I'm certain that they would try to pull her back with more money just to keep the show going. That's the insurance policy that all of those actors have on that show mm-hmm. is that they need them in order to tell the story that they've already been telling. And that's not a bad position to be in. No, is all of course I'm saying. Not. Yeah. Well, again, it's just, it's one of those things where like, it always seems like, I mean, it's not that nobody should ever like ask for more, or be, you know, be better, or, like hope for the best. But sometimes, you know, just sometimes it's, it is not an easy thing to have a an easy thing in Hollywood. Right. And right now it seems like she has a pretty good thing. Right. Easy maybe is not the right word. Good is maybe the better word. Yeah. I mean, I think to your point, Bradley, other we've seen other celebrities do this. And I think people do this in many different jobs that they're in. If you have your sights set on something bigger and no part of you is invested in what you're doing, you really could end up shooting yourself well, yeah. in the foot. Uh Speaking of being shot in the foot, Constance Wu. Yes. From Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. Yeah, that she did that whole song and dance in front of the whole world. Yeah, and I'm sure she's having a great time on the set now with her coworkers. How awkward Ooh. is that? Ooh. Well, thank you for those amazing blind items, Holly Roberts. You're welcome. Well done. Uh, and when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, do you remember Paula Dean? <laughs> Duh. Uh, hi y'all. Hi y'all. Well, remember she had that big scandal a few years ago. You want some ham? She has stepped in the business again. Now, oh, not nearly as bad, but you know she's doing that thing where she speaks before she thinks. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Well, we're gonna tell you what she said and how people reacted when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Oh, you guys, Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Paula Dean has done it again, y'all. Y'all. Um, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Um, and Paula Dean has stepped in the business again. Wow, we haven't heard a lot out of Paula Dean since, uh, well, the world kind of uh, shook their finger at her and said, no more. Maybe you should keep your mouth shut for a while. Well, but she opened it again. So that oh. happened. Okay, so here's what had happened. Oh, shoot. Now I can't find the thing. Anyway, so we'll play the audio so you can hear. But there was a prominent chef from the Food Network who recently died. Yeah. Very unexpectedly. And uh, and she didn't apparently know this person. But she was in a radio interview where they asked her about the person who had died. It'll all be explained in this clip. Okay. But you'll know when the real thing got happens. It, got it. Okay. okay. All right. So this is Paula, Paula Dean, Dean talking on a radio to some interview. radio yahoos. Yeah. Here we go. 
Uh, speaking of your TV uh, appearances, I know you've done a lot on TV there. Were you familiar or, or have you ever worked with Chef Carl Ruiz? I don't know if you saw this weekend, but a 44-year-old chef uh, does a lot on the Food Network and stuff, and he passed away suddenly yesterday. No. Yeah, he does a, a lot on... He, he does a lot on guys' grocery games, and he just opened up a new restaurant in New York City, and pretty big figure in the uh, the cooking world. They're kind of Mexican cuisine there, but uh, 44 years old and suddenly died yesterday. And what is his name? Carl Ruiz. So he seemed like an interesting guy. I know you've worked with a lot of chefs, so uh, I thought maybe you were uh, familiar with him. Uh, yeah, Guy Fieri is heartbroken. No, I'm not, but I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, they say the restaurant business will kill you. <laughs> it is, it is okay. a tough Oh, there my was. God. No. They say the restaurant business will kill you. A 44-year-old colleague unexpectedly dies. She's at first shocked and then deals with it by making a joke about how the restaurant business will kill you. <laughs> she is better... You know, they say the restaurant business will kill you. She really just needs to keep her mouth. She needs to put more food in that mouth. Well, the thing I think. So here's the thing. First, I go to her and I'm like, what an idiotic thing to say. Like, think before you speak. We're not very good at that in Mm -hmm. the United States of America, whatever. But then I went back and I thought about, like, what was the point of the interviewer? Well, that interviewer, I mean, you know, we're, we probably shouldn't criticize other radio interviewers most days because, have you listened to our Because show? Bradley Trainer asks Willis from you don't always strokes. bring that up, are you? Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> if he's kept so in touch. Do I need to bring up a little something? With all of his co-stars. That you maybe have said on the air? Well, go ahead. I don't no, care. No, it's okay. We're not going to do that. If now. I said it. Then okay. sure. Um, no, but my my point is simply: most days we should probably be very careful yeah. throwing shade at other radio hosts. It sounded to me though that he was a little unprepared because um, actually the chef that he's talking about, first of all, was not Mexican. Uh, he actually opened a restaurant that had Cuban fare and paid tribute to his Cuban roots. Yeah. So I would you know encourage him to maybe do a little bit more um, uh-huh. work on that regard because it seemed like the question was like. Hey, there's a celebrity chef that died. Do you know him? Right. Like, if if it was an obvious friendship, then I might say something like, I would have asked the question better, is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, like, uh, the idea that she didn't stop and think before she cracked a joke. Well, you know, they say the restaurant business will kill you. And then, and then, mark, mark, and then cackled. I yeah. think that's like... At her own joke. Yes. Oh, gosh. It's so bad. I will say... that. Oh, God. I'm just going to not say. But she makes me laugh, and it's, it's I shouldn't. In the way that you laugh at somebody who doesn't move through the world with a whole lot of grace. Or with time and space. Yeah. You know, like someone who is lived like she, you know, she got in trouble before um rightly so, I would argue for saying very insensitive things and there's and it's more than just saying things like she's got her own issues and she can address them on her own time. Yeah. My point is like there is also this part of her character that is um poke fun worthy like Saturday night live oh, poke fun worthy. Yeah, they do, do a great job by the way of poking fun yeah. at her. Hey, y'all. Yeah. She's a parody of herself at yes. this point. Yes. yes. Well put, Holly. Well put. No, it's interesting because, of course, Twitter, 
got a hold of this um, and was like, uh, no. <laughs> In fact, actually, somebody even tweeted to Guy Fieri and said, is there a specific reason Paula Dean would make this joke about Carl Ruiz on the radio? Uh, and then she, he said, you know, they say the restaurant business will kill you, she said, before cackling and adding. And we did not get to this part where she said, no pun intended. Which actually almost makes it worse. Well, it, yeah, it, it's clear that she. Oh yeah, I know. You just, <laughs> just there's nothing you can do. You're like she's a mess. She's just she she maybe just needs to like focus on her cooking. her cookware. Yeah, her like does she still even have her side business? Her side oh, hustle. I'm sure, because here's the thing: there were a lot of people like when she said uh, when when there was the debacle in what twenty. 20- something over her racist comments 2015 14 i don't know it was a while back that she ended up um being able to go on tour because there were tons of people who were willing to just look the other way and just you know wanted to buy what she was selling and so she was able to go on tour and do her cooking stuff and sell her products and it was 2013 okay um did we have her on our show i cannot remember we we did yes we had her on the phone oh my god i thought so I'm not surprised because she did, you know, she clearly knows how to sell stuff. And I recall her being delightful. Like, I recall her being like kind of a fun, you put a nickel in her and she just went to well, town. And it's extra bad because like the whole, like her mouth is what got her in trouble before. And here she is like, maybe again, I would just be like, hey, if you're thinking about a joke, yeah, maybe run it by us before you decide to spit it out. I guess in this Although moment, she, she was totally known. caught off guard. But yeah. also it does tell you a lot about a person who when caught off guard makes a joke <laughs> about somebody's, about somebody's dad. dad like and she had a normal response in the beginning like oh no and right. i've been like i don't know that person i wish them and their family well next question yeah can we move on to yeah. something a little less way well, you know oh geez yeah, very, business very, kill you. very <laughs> cringy <laughs> Very, very so cringy. It's so bad. It's terribly bad. It's terribly bad. Hey, do you want to hit me with uh, uh yes. Oh. No, I wasn't done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> with the ham in the face? <laughs> yes. By I the mean, way, if you want to see one handy? a really awkward <laughs> a really awkward film on YouTube, just go- film. I just said film, by the way. Because <laughs> I'm a thousand years old. No, there's a video of Paula Dean getting hit in the face with a ham. Have you ever seen it? No. Is it real? <laughs> a real ham? Holly, you've surely seen this film. Film again. <laughs> this major motion picture. Ham she was to like, the face. Paula Dean, ham to the face. Let's go. It's Let's very unfortunate. Watch it. Oh Have my you never gosh. Seen this? She's delivering hams, I think, to the homeless for Thanksgiving and takes a ham to the face. I mean, it, it gets her real hard in the face. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, and the head and the whole kitten caboodle. Did she get a concussion? Is that why? I mean, maybe. I, 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 that would be a nice story to tell, but I don't believe so. You I know feel what? like her words were her own. No, from now on, anytime Paula Dean says something that's, you know, mildly off color and ill informed, yeah. not racist, but like ill informed and just poor taste. Poor taste. I'm going to say, you know, that must be from the ham injury. Yeah. Because she did get clocked pretty good right there. I've the never seen that film and being like, nobody's right. <laughs> nobody's right after that. I mean, I don't know how right she was prior, but 
that okay what year was this 2009 it explains a lot is all i'm saying it explains a whole lot well you know what they say a ham to the face will make you dumb exactly thank you when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're doing a little chonus bonus for you um priyanka chopra is talking about nick again get ready to roll your eyes on my talk 107.1 Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.